0: Welcome to Bellwether. Thank you for being here this week. As always, I like to thank you. As always. As always. Today, I'm doing something a little different, which I think I say every week. So I guess if I ever do something that's not different, that might be different. Um, Is that how it works? I don't know. Today, I want to talk about, I had a different kind of show planned, but in, in much of what I've talked to people about recently, I'm going to talk to you about how to run. And tips for running. And it's very metaphorical. And I want you to keep that in mind. I know a lot of people on here are not runners. And that's okay. <laughs> and I don't want you to run away. I want you to stick with me on this. The I'm broadcasting this in May. And that is Mental Health Awareness Month. And I've talked on this podcast about what I've dealt with and some of the challenges I've had and how running was actually very helpful for me in terms of just getting to think and think differently and and get inside my own head and question myself. And to this day, going for a long run is my way of, you know, I'm struggling with anything and this is how I think it through. I've got a work problem, I can't quite figure it out. At the end of the run, I've got to figure it out. I've got, um, I don't know, whatever. I got any puzzle, I do it through running. So the running thing and the mental health thing go hand in hand for me. And if you read the book, Adapting in Motion, Finding Your Place in the New Economy, you know that one of the, as I look at my little chart here, one of the, the core aspects of being successful in the new economy is your mental health awareness. But it's very much impacted by your physical self. And so if you look at it, I've got this nice little grid in there. Um which talks about physical, mental, social, and financial, about success in the in the new economy. Your physical activity and what you eat are two of the biggest things that are going to impact your mental health. And we could talk about mental health from a self-awareness aspect. We could talk about mental health from uh, self-love and self-care and all of those things. This all falls into that. And running, we're finding some kind of fitness regimen so you can put... Replace running with weightlifting, replace running with walking, replace running with sit-ups, push-ups, who knows? Yoga, uh, all kinds of things. The purpose of physical activity is to put us in in, you know, peak shape for whatever it is that we want to do. And it's more than just your physical body. It's your mental aspect as well. And so the metaphors for running, and fitness and everything, you always hear the sports analogies at work, which are a little tried, if I could say that, a little a little too overdone. Uh, this kind of falls in that. I get that. But what I like about this versus, you know, we're getting to the bottom of the ninth and we all got to execute or we're on the five-yard line, is that when you're a runner or when you're you you try to do some kind of physical activity, it's up to you to complete it. So this type of analogy, this type of metaphor that I'm going to talk about today is uh, a real metaphor for the business world, and that's why I, I stuck with this one, and that's why I wanted to do it, because most of the time I'm talking about you in your business world or your entrepreneurial journey or whatever it is that you want to do. So what I want to talk about today is I'm going to talk about my, my philosophy on how to do something like running. Uh, I'm going to tell you my running story, how I learned to do it. And then um, I'm going to give you tips, just tips for running because I love running. I, I'll go out and just go for a 10-mile run just because, and it's really nice. And when I first started, I couldn't make it a quarter of a mile. I couldn't make it you know, a tenth of a kilometer. I couldn't do any of those things. And I'll tell you how I got to where I am and use that information, internalize it, do it however you want. For whatever it is that you're looking to accomplish and do. And I hope you find it helpful. And maybe I'll see you out on the running track. Um, <laughs> if you follow me on Twitter, Bellwether Hub on Twitter, and the Sober St. Patrick's Day Foundation and a few others, there are running groups, virtual running groups, where you can run from anywhere, but we'll motivate each other and we're doing all kinds of stuff there. So if you're interested in doing that, and it's not just runners, it could be walking or, or whatever. It's it's a lot. It's very helpful when you're trying something new to have a community to help you, and so check that out on on Twitter or LinkedIn or wherever. And we'll um, you're welcome to join our little our little club. It's all free, and you know what? Most things in life should be free. The best things in life are free, and running can be free. Uh, it could also get very expensive if you're buying really good shoes. But anyway, let's talk about my philosophy on fitness and and getting well, and what what we need to do for that. So. So when I tell you about fitness, here's what you got to do. This is it. Your three-step thing. You have to find something to do. You have to learn how to do it properly. And you have to learn how to love it. And then it will work. Those are your three things. So when I say find something to do, I wouldn't presume that everybody wants to be a runner. I wouldn't presume that everybody wants to be a cyclist. I hate cycling. I hate it. I hate it, I hate it more than anything. The only reason I do it is because I like to do triathlons because triathlons has two of my favorite things, swimming and running. So I have to do the biking in order to do it. The So find something that you want to do. You have to be physical every single day. You just have to be. It doesn't have to run about, you don't have to run a marathon every day, but something physical has to be done every day. It's good for your mind, it's good for your body, it's good for everything you will think more clearly. A lot of the research when they talk about running or some high impact activity is that the oxygen goes to your brain and, and you're doing more breathing and it's all of, you know, it, it impacts your, your cognitive ability. The research is all there. I'm not going to go through all of that stuff. If you want to Google it, you'll find tons of studies on why physical fitness, whatever it is, is good for your mental health and good for your brain and good for your thinking and good for accomplishing more things. So my days are better when I'm physically doing something in the morning, whether it's boxing, running, swimming, I do, I change it up every single day. When I first started this, I didn't know what I wanted to do. All I knew was that I had to change something. And this is going back maybe 12 years ago, probably around the time I was 30. I knew I had to start getting fit. Uh, I was extremely angry. I was dealing with all kinds of, I've done the podcast on my dark place and the tough things that I did and... Um, You know, it's, there is this stigma with mental health and I'll tell you right now that everybody is dealing with something and I've dealt with my major share of, of everything. And fortunately for me, I was able to figure things out and physical fitness was part of that. And so, uh, when, when we have to put in some kind of regimen, we have to pick something to do. And I've always wanted to do running. I don't know why. It's because you know when you think about, oh, I got to get healthy. I'm going to go for a run. I'm going to start running on a treadmill or or whatever. Um, And then we hate it, and then we stop doing it, and then we go on our merry way. And the reason we hate it is because we're not doing it properly because we don't know how to do it. So I was overweight. I was a smoker. I was a heavy drinker. I was all kinds of things back in my thirties. Then I tried to go for a run. I couldn't go a quarter of a mile. You know, my fat ass trying to get down the you know 200. Forty pound, whatever, trying to get down the uh, the street, and I was afraid everybody was looking at me, and I was embarrassed. Nobody paid attention to me, um, but I would go a quarter of a mile, or I would go on a treadmill for for seven minutes, and I'm like, oh, this is terrible, and then I'd go back, and you know, whatever. At least I tried, and it didn't work. And so then you know, I would try some other things and I would try some other things and then I would always go back to running, always go back to running because that was the easiest thing. I didn't go to a class because I thought I was going to be embarrassed. I didn't, I didn't want to go to any of these other types of things. I will tell you this, if you're starting to pick out a fitness whatever, nobody's paying attention to you. And so do whatever it is that you're going to do, okay? And learn it and have fun with it. And that's the whole point of it. So when I first started running, I tried for so long to try to be a runner and I couldn't do it. And when I go on vacation, and I I might've told the story in the book, I don't even remember, but when I went on vacation, whenever I go on vacation, I try to be healthy, which was weird, I'd be on a business trip and I had an unlimited expense account and I was buying like the the salads when I could have been buying like the good steaks and everything, but I wanted to be healthy. And (laughs) maybe it was the little tiny plane seats that I couldn't fit into, I don't know. So my wife and I were in France and I get up early one morning and we're in the hotel and I said, you know what, I'm gonna go for a run. And so I went out and I went for a run in Lyon, France, and I'm trudging through and trying to do it. And this lady was about a block ahead of me and she was just gliding. She was gliding on the pavement and I don't know how she was doing it, but I was paying attention. I'm like, what is she doing that I'm not doing? And I wasn't following her creepily, but I was behind her. And I noticed that she was running on her feet, on her toes. And I remembered as she turns off and I kept going, she went somewhere else, but I noticed that she was just gliding on the the toes of her feet, the tips of her feet. And I was running on my heel when I run. I was like, bah, bah, bah. so I realized that I never learned how to run. And I thought back to my grandfather when I was a, a kid hanging out with my grandfather. He was a big tennis player. He was a big swimmer. He was a big uh, golf player in his retirement days. And he always told me, he was also a phenomenal baseball player. Um, he always told all of his grandkids, when you're running, run on the balls of your feet. And just like any other adult, I didn't listen to it. And now me 30 at running through France, I saw someone doing it and it made so much sense. And so I got down to the end of this block and I turned around, I was running back to my hotel. I said, you know what? I'm going to try it. It's like six o'clock in the morning, five 30 in the morning. Nobody's looking at me. I don't care how stupid I look. I'm going to try it. And I glided and I flew and it was amazing. My calves killed me the next day but i realized that i'd been running wrong for years and that's part of the reason why i couldn't do it and so when we try something new we have to recognize as we're doing it that we're probably doing it wrong and this is the same with with business it's the same with with starting you know if you're an entrepreneur if you're taking on a new role you have to recognize that there is a learning moment at all times in whatever it is that you're trying to do. And so this lady in France, no idea who she is, I'll never know who she is, uh, taught me how to run on the balls of my feet. And then you know, as I learned that and I started to get better, I started to have different types of conversations with different types of runners and I realized that I was trying to run too hard at the beginning. And so there are tips that you can have when you run about how to find your pace and do all those things. I'll cover those in a little bit. But my running story effectively was, I I really wanted to run because it's the easiest. I I was too embarrassed to go to a gym. I didn't know how to weight lift. I didn't know how to do any of these other things. And so I, I figured running was the easiest thing that nobody could see me and I could be embarrassed about. So that's why I always was drawn back to it. And I didn't know how to do it. And I was afraid to ask someone, how do you ask someone how to run? That sounds ridiculous, but that was it. I was running too hard. I couldn't breathe while I was running. I mean, the smoking and drinking probably didn't help that, but um, <laughs> but then I also, I was running completely, my form was completely off. And when you're learning how to run or learning how to do something else, you have to toy with this, these things in the moment. And when you say, look, I'm going out, it's almost like a class right now, I'm running down the block and then I'm coming back, who cares who I see, because I'm learning how to do oh, I'm trying something new and I'm trying to do this thing. And that's, that's the big part of the effort that we generally stop is that we want to run. We don't know how to do it. We do it incorrectly. So then we stop. And when you learn how to do it, that brings you to the third step of whatever it is that you want to do is you have to learn how to love it. So you pick something to do, running, walking, weightlifting, whatever it is. You learn how to do it. You have to learn how to walk. I'm telling you right now, you have to learn how to walk. There is a proper way to walk. There's a proper way to run. There is a proper way to weightlift. There is a proper way to box. There is a proper way to swim, to cycle, all of these things. You have to learn how to do it. And everyone who does it well will be happy to give you advice if you want to ask the right question. To this day, I've always had on my to-do list, I've always wanted to do 10 pull-ups. I can't do a damn pull-up. And so finally, I asked someone how to do a pull-up. And they said, you're starting out by trying to do a pull-up the wrong way slowly let yourself down, pull yourself all the way up and then slowly let your way down so you can build up the muscles so then you can start to pull yourself up with a pull-up. And it was amazing. It's the exact opposite of what I was doing. I had no idea. I still can't do a pull-up because I haven't been doing it, but I'm gonna do that at some point. And I'll give you the update on the podcast when I can. So then you learn how to love it. I've learned how to love running. I've learned how to love running. We don't run because we necessarily enjoy running. We don't eat kale salads because they taste good. We enjoy how we feel after we do it. And that's how you learn to love whatever it is that you're going to do. I've learned to love running because at the end of a five-mile run, 10-mile run, 15-mile run, I feel amazing. I've said, look, I just spent an hour, hour and a half. I just accomplished something. I feel good. I don't know how else to say it. You just feel like you accomplished something, and it's great, and you get more energy, and you're more focused at work, and you're doing all of these things. So I have learned my benefit. I was so angry for years. Going into the office. For years going into the office, I was resentful. I hated my position. I hated, you know, I hated my managers and n- like nothing was good. When we talk about mental health and work, when I started going for a run or working out in the morning, getting over this fear of going to a class, I took a boxing class and it was amazing. My days of work were opposite of what they were. I was much easier to work with. I was much more interested in other people. And it's because I was thinking in a better way. And so when I recognized, was able to recognize that this fitness thing was beneficial to me, all of a sudden, it's much easier to get out there and, and lace up your shoes. It's much easier to get on the bike. It's much easier to go for a walk when it's raining outside. You know, it's raining, I don't want to do it, but you know what? I know I'm going to feel better at the end of it. So you put on your your rain slicker and you just go. And that's that's the secret to picking up any kind of fitness regimen. You have to learn to love it. The people who do it all of the time love whatever it is they do. And the reason they love it is they see the benefit, but they also learn how to do it. It's a cyclical thing. Learning how to do a walk, a run, a cycle, and then staying committed to it is going to just blow your mind with what you can accomplish. And it's the same thing with launching a business. It's the same thing with, with working in corporate. If you're running, I don't know, a marketing program, how do you learn to love marketing? How do you learn to love accounting? And that sounds ridiculous for some people if you're in the finance department trying to learn to love accounting. There are people who freaking love accounting and that's why they're there and they dig it. And that's fine. That's great. Good for them. We need, the, the world takes, you know, the world spins. We need all kinds of people. But figuring out what it is that you're doing and what it is that, you know, how do you love your job? What is it that you have to do? To it's the same with networking, going to a networking event. Everyone tells me I hate networking. The First question is, well, what do you have to do to enjoy that time with other people? Is it to not talk about yourself and trying to sell yourself? Fine, great. Then pull it out and just have a conversation, ask questions to other people. All of a sudden you feel better. And so figuring out how to love it. I've learned to love running by running and thinking and getting that feeling at the end of it and knowing that that I've accomplished something. And so the metaphors are there for all of your business stuff. So here I'm going to end with a couple tips for running. And you can use these as metaphors for yourself too. Uh, one, the first thing you have to do for running is you have to find your pace. And the secret to finding your pace is you should be able to have a conversation while you're running without breathing too hard. If you are breathing so heavily that you can't finish a sentence, you're running too hard. And for some of you, you're going to say, that's ridiculous. I can't, you know, move beyond a walk. Then you should be walking. That's it. You could push yourself a little bit and then come back. But if you are running and you can't have a conversation, you're running too hard and you're going to burn yourself out. So use that as a matter. You got to find your pace in order to do it. If you're trying too hard, you're going to burn yourself out. You're not going to enjoy it. You're not going to like it. You're not going to learn it. So learning how to run comes down with finding your pace. What is your pace? And it's the same with business. What is your pace? Why are you pushing too hard? Focus on where you are. Stop, stop looking at other people and focus on what you're doing. What's your pace for what it is that you need to do. And you could challenge yourself. You could run in a couple sprints and then come back to your pace. Run in a couple sprints and then come back to your pace. But figure out what your pace is for you. That's one. Number two, run on the balls of your feet or flat-footed or whatever. Learn how to do it. You have to listen to your body while you're running to say, this makes sense for me. Okay? This is the right way for me to run. Flat, balls of your feet, test it out. Go different ways. Go heel to toe. Do whatever it is that you need to do. It's the same thing with business. Ask yourself questions. What makes sense for you in this moment? What's making you a little uncomfortable? Is it the right kind of uncomfortable? You know, for me, a 20-mile run is just slightly uncomfortable, but I can do it. It's the good kind of uncomfortable. Me running on my heels and feeling pain in my back is the wrong kind of uncomfortable. But you have to have this conversation with yourself while you're running to say, you know what? I just hurt my knee. Maybe I need to slow down my pace a little bit. Whatever it is, it's the same with, with your work and everything else. So think about that. And number three, you have to keep it interesting. If you're going on the same walking route, it's going to get boring. So change up your route. Change it up. Walk and run. Walk five minutes. Run for one. And then as you go to improve, maybe you walk for four minutes and you run for two or whatever it is. And you can, you know, when I went this distance. It took me 15 minutes. Let me just go in another direction for 15 minutes and see if I can go further. Whatever it is. I mean, you can constantly challenge yourself in different ways and think about the ways that you're going about your running and your fitness or your business and everything else. How do you push those boundaries to say I'm constantly getting better? So that's that. And then finally, I'll end with my uphill uphill analogy. And this one resonates. I use it a lot when I speak. I use it a lot uh, everywhere. And I, I love the analogy. And this old running guy taught it to me is, how do you run uphill? So if you want to know how to run, the worst part about running is running up a hill for most people, not for me anymore, because now I know how to run up a hill. Here's how you run up a hill. You look at your feet. Most people, it's the biggest secret ever. And, and it's amazing. Changed my life as I you know, was trying to become a runner and doing all these things. Changed completely my life. When you run up a hill, most people stare at the hill and they think about how miserable they are and how difficult this hill is going to be. And they just stare at and they're trudging. And their mind is telling them, stop doing this. You're an idiot. You can't do it. Knock it off. Just walk. You need water. Stop it. Yada, 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 yada. So the whole time you've set up a scenario where you're staring at a mountain of, of stuff, maybe work, maybe running, whatever. And your mind is telling you that you can't do it. You're set up for failure. But if you look at your feet, you're eliminating all the noise. All you're focused on what you can do is one foot in front of the other. And you also don't see how big of a hill it is. You know the hill is there because it's difficult to run up it. You don't have to stare at it while you're doing it. Just look at your feet. You'll know you reach the top of the hill when the grade changes. It suddenly becomes a lot easier. And then you can look up and take a look at where you are. And then maybe you have to go back down because you're going up another hill. You don't have to worry about the people going faster or slower than you because they're just a distraction. Who cares how fast or slow they're going? They're not helping you get up the hill. And so that's my favorite metaphor for whatever adventure it is that you want to go on is look at your feet, look at what you can control and you'll eventually get to the top of that hill. And that's one of my favorite analogies for for business, for mental health, for whatever is focus on your feet. Everyone is running up a hill. Everyone has it. And how people respond is a little different. Some people stare at the other people who are going faster than them and it's demotivating and then they'll stop and they'll start walking or maybe they just sit down. Some people are, you know, laughing at the people not going as fast as them and they get a little too cocky. And then they burn themselves out running up the hill. Focus on you and what it is that you can do and you're going to you're going to make it to the top of that hill. So happy week. Enjoy your running. I love running. I'm going to go for a run after this actually. It's I'm recording this a little late, but it's 9:15 in the morning. So now I'm going to go for a run and I hope that you all lace up those shoes, get out for a run, do something physical. I'd love to hear about it. Send me a note, uh, www.bellweatherhub.com. Check me out there. Follow me on all the social stuff at Hub. And I look forward to seeing everyone out there soon. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Now do something for yourself. Bellwether is much more than just a podcast. Join us at bellweatherhub.com where you can read riveting articles, view upcoming events, and connect with other interesting people. I look forward to seeing you out there soon.